Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome back to episode 22 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. And on today's episode, we are going to talk all about haters on social media. I had an interesting chat about them last night, so I want to dish all about it. And yeah, it's going to be a really fun episode. So let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Hello. Okay. So before we start this episode, I just wanted to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with me today. I really hope you get something out of this show. And if you do, it would just fill my heart with so much joy and happiness. If you could show me that you're listening to the show on Instagram, tag me in something that resonates with you, just reach out to me. I am the underscore whimsical underscore teacher. So basically, if you search the whimsical teacher, you're going to find me on Instagram. But I would just love to see who's out there listening. And I really want to connect with my listeners. And that's usually the easiest place to find me and have conversations with me. So yes, please reach out, tag me in a post, tag me in a story. Let me know that you're out there listening. I would love that. Okay, let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome back to episode 22 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your weirdo host, Jessica Martin. I go by the weirdo teacher online. Just kidding. I go by the whimsical teacher online (laughs) because I'm a little whimsical and a little weird. I'm actually on my second cup of coffee today, and it's still hot, which means I'm at home. I am not at work today. So it's a it's going to be a good day. It's going to be great. Anywho, today I want to talk all about haters. Now, this topic came up last night while I was being interviewed by a fellow podcaster. Her name is Vanessa and her podcast is called uh, Empowered Teaching Podcast. So I encourage you to go find her. She really is a breath of fresh air. She's so happy, so positive. I mean, I felt like I was being interviewed by the whimsical teacher. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. She sent me all these questions last night, and she really is a really cool person. So you should go look her up. Um, so last night, she asked me this question, and She said, um, I feel like the most difficult part about social media is exposing ourselves to negative feedback and opinions about ourselves that we would rather not hear. How do you deal with negative feedback on social media? And it was kind of a interesting question. She's, you know, she used to be a a radio host in Colombia. So I guess I should have expected some some hard-hitting journalism. Like I was like, "Ooh, this is juicy, Vanessa. I'm excited to answer this." <laughs> so anyways, I was thinking about haters and how, you know, I'm I'm thinking about my YouTube experience. So for those of you that don't know, I started a YouTube channel 6 or 7 years ago and I put out one video. 
And I had so many trolls and haters, people calling me ugly, fat, disgusting, repulsive. And all I was doing was reviewing this little newspaper that my that my local town put out every year. And I couldn't believe how many mean people there were on there just being really cruel and unusual uh, to, to what I was putting out. I wasn't even really being critical or negative. I was kind of making a joke out of this little newspaper because there were some really funny things in it. The kind of ironic, sarcastic, funny, fifth grade kind of humor. <laughs> And I was so taken aback. I got called Miss Piggy. I was told I should go kill myself. I mean, it was one video. And it's not even like it went viral. It only had a couple hundred views, but people really did not like it or me. And so I just vowed that I was never going to do video again. And then, you know, five or six years later, this app called Periscope came around and I gave video a try. And I found that, you know, when I was talking to teachers and real professionals, it was a lot different than just putting myself out there into the world of of trolls and, and mean people. But I was thinking about, you know, a teacher that is sitting at home right now listening to this who maybe doesn't participate much in social media because of this reason. Maybe they are scared of the negative comments of people being mean because social media is kind of like this place where we call them keyboard warriors, right? Like they're people that sit at home and don't do much positive and they sit and they just troll people so bad. I'm not really sure what's wrong with their lives. I feel kind of bad that they have nothing else better to do, but I guess everyone needs a hobby, right? (laughs) So anyways, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I handle negative feedback. I do get a lot of it. Um, maybe not as much as some other people do. I'll tell you the different instances that you are going to get negative feedback and then how to handle that. And yeah, I just, I want to give you, like, I want you to feel empowered and maybe Vanessa's Empowered Teaching Podcast yesterday, maybe she kind of inspired me to want to talk about something more empowering. (laughs) Maybe she recently changed her name, so maybe the name change really worked. (laughs) But anyway, I just, I want to empower you to feel like you can put yourself out there on social media. You do not have to be afraid. We're going to go over different types of haters and how to handle each one. So I think it's going to be fun. Okay, so I have divided my haters into five categories. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if some of my haters are listening right now and then they're like, which, which category am I? (laughs) This tickles me to no end thinking about this. Okay, so here are my five categories of haters. So I have trolls. Now, trolls are the people that I was describing on my YouTube channel. They are they have a hobby and it's basically trying to cut other people down. There's nothing we can really do about trolls. A lot of times on teacher social media, the trolls will appear with no profile photo. And sometimes they have sort of a gross repulsive name, usually with like the number 69 in it. (laughs) Oh boy. I really hope nobody's out there Googling that right now. Okay. So (laughs) 
you have your trolls and my my tactic with trolls there's just nothing you can really do about them block them that would be the best thing i would do is just block the trolls get them out of your life there's you're not you're never going to change their mind you're not going to have a good conversation you're not going to magically gift them a soul nothing is going to happen if you argue with trolls and all of my frenzies who are popular or have large followings on Instagram, they know there's nothing you can do about the trolls. They're irritating. We complain about them sometimes. But you know, as a whole, they're sort of a lost cause. So you really have to write those people off. And I wish I would have known that six or seven years ago when I launched my YouTube channel. I really wish I would have known that there were just these people out there looking to be mean and hurtful, and that those people probably have no lives and aren't worth my time. So I wish I would have known that back then, but I didn't. And I let the trolls get to me. So you instantly, when you see a comment, You have to look at the name, the profile picture, and really ask yourself if this is a troll. I mean, if it's like a, you know, if the person looks like a a Russian supermodel and, you know, has the name Frog or something, (laughs) they're probably a troll. So you really have to consider that. Go look at how many followers they have. I mean, that that would be my first uh my first piece of advice is when you're getting negative comments, emails, messages, you really need to go and see if the person is just a troll because trolls are to be ignored in our, our Instagram uh, teacher community. That is kind of the general consensus. And it really does cut out about 80% of the negativity when you're just like, Oh, it's a troll block. Okay. I'm good. Okay, so now I have four more different types of people. So the first, the next person that I will get is just someone who is kind of closed-minded. And I will admit that at points in my life, I've been very closed-minded. So this is someone like you put on an opinion and they have the polar opposite opinion and they just kind of you know, you're never going to change their mind. And you made them mad because you're putting out an opinion they don't agree with. And there's really not much you can do about them either. But I always try to be polite to the closed minded person. I try to offer literature or resources that could help the closed minded person um, without calling them closed minded. Because I've done that before. And it usually blows up in my face. (laughs) So you just, you have to say, okay, is this person hating on me because we have a difference of opinion and theirs is the opposite of mine? And a lot of times when you speak out about political matters or, um, you know, things going on in the world, there's going to be people that have the exact opposite opinion of you. I I like to see myself as kind of like, I try to see both sides of the fence all the time. Like I'm a fence sitter on a lot of different issues because I can see it from like, a financial point of view, a moral point of view, um, a practical point of view, um, uh, an empathic point of view. So I look at things on all different areas. And sometimes I work really well with closed minded people. <laughs> but anyway, y- you have to be able to put people in a category so they don't upset you to the point where you're losing sleep. And so you know how to handle them. So that's the second type of person. 
third type of person would be, I wouldn't call them closed minded, but they just agree. They disagree with what you're saying and they want it to be known that they disagree with you. And usually those people are, will send you a private message. They are not going to blast you um, on a public comment or something like that. So the people who disagree with you, I mean, I actually of all the people that send me bad messages, I respect those people the most because they're just like, yeah, I really disagree with you. And these are my reasons why. And I usually end up having pretty good conversations with those people. And yeah, I mean, that's just, you got to be willing to defend your opinions if you're going to put one out there. And I don't think you should avoid putting your opinions out there because when you do put them out there, you know, 90% of people that agree with you, they're going to come to your support. They're going to send you messages. They're going to have really productive conversations. They're going to add to your viewpoints. And the people that don't, I mean, you just have to learn how to defend your opinion in an eloquent manner with those people, really research what you're talking about. Okay, so the the third kind of hater, just the people disagreeing with me, I'm like, okay, like at first you can get a little defensive with those people. And sometimes you just want those people to disappear. (laughs) But you know, you can always find some area of common ground or respect with those people. And that that's the best you can do. Okay. So the fourth type of hater, these are the people that are just never happy, right? Like they're kind of, they're just, I don't know, like no matter what you do, they're just not happy with who you are as a person, what you're putting out there. They're just kind of negative forces of energy. And I just call them the never happy bunch. There's not much you can do with the never happy bunch. There's there's nothing you can say. They're kind of like the closed minded people. Um, but they're just, it seems like they always kind of take the negative side of everything. And sometimes those people are trolls. I know of a few on Instagram and you can tell they don't have a profile picture and they're constantly arguing with teacher Instagrammers. And I really think they probably have threads going on on Reddit or something. They're just never happy. Um, and all you can do and they're also just kind of disgruntled people in general because sometimes I'll get a message from a never happy person and then I scroll up and I notice that all the conversations we've had have never been positive. Like they're just, ne- there are negative people running around in the world. What can you do about it? Not much. You could just keep spreading your positivity around and they're either going to take it or they aren't. So then my fifth type of person and this person is is kind of hard to deal with. Um, these are the people that they have a reason for disagreeing with you. And that's because they believe that they always choose like an unpopular opinion. So, and I'm going to use my best friend Duter in this example. And I really hope she never listens to this episode. But when we were younger, when we were in our early 20s and Harry Potter was super popular, Duter was an, an unpopular a popular person. And this is what I mean by that is that she liked to hate everything that was popular. She hated Harry Potter because it was popular. And she was against uh, trends and things that were popular, things bringing people a lot of happiness and joy. This was and and she she will probably argue with me to this day over this. But seriously, she was one of the people that there are people out there that their opinions become popular because they go against what's popular. Like they are the popular because they go unpopular. <laughs> if that makes any sense. 
And honestly, I have tried this. Um, I, I have put out opinions that like, oh, this is so popular, but I don't really like it. I recently did it about this book um, that everybody loves. And it's just, I don't know, for me, it always causes like, it doesn't ever make me really feel good to just tell people what I, what I think, like, <laughs> to like, try to grow an audience based on like negative, unpopular opinions. I mean, but for every opinion out there, there's people that are going to disagree with it. So I, I have seen people do this where like, a really per- popular person p- does something. And then all these people will come out of the woodworks and say, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like that kind of cup or I don't like this hobby or I don't like this practice in the classroom. I don't like what they're doing, but they usually don't offer any alternatives. They just want to complain about what the popular person is doing. And then by doing that, they're attracting all the other people that maybe have their same opinion. But I just think it's kind of a cheesy way of going about growing an audience is by always taking, you know, the opposite side of a popular trend and saying, well, I don't like that. I mean, I guess, I mean, that's probably how movie critics make their earnings, right? Like movie critics go in to a really popular movie that everyone loves, and then they rip it to shreds and they still get jobs from that i mean it's just it's one way of looking at life right like here's something that everybody loves okay how many people hate it all right go form your own club now about everything you hate about these popular opinions and that's something that is kind of some of the people that i get sometimes will be will be like that and there are some popular things out there that i really hate and that i've spoken out against one of which is positive behavior supports pbs pbis and i've i've you know i've put it out there that i just don't like it i don't like tracking kids behaviors and giving them punishments and rewards mainly rewards based on just being a decent human being i feel like you should just be able to be a decent human being without any rewards right now my school is kind of doing a form of pbis and, and i'm not like the biggest fan but i have had conversations with teachers that disagree with me, my third favorite type of hater. One of them is one of my pretty good buddies. And she's just told me how much PBIS has changed her life and changed her school and how much she believes in it. And we've had these really productive conversations where, you know, I'm not as outspoken about PBIS because she, you know, kind of convinced me that in some schools, PBIS is the right thing to do. So now I don't try to draw people into me by using an anti stance. Does that make sense? Like, for a while, I was trying to say, like, I don't believe in this. And then I wanted people to be drawn to me that also didn't believe in that. But whenever you take like the anti stance, you do tend to attract the type four follower or uh, person, the never happy person, right? Because they don't like anything ever. They don't like any popular trends. They don't, they just don't like anything. They're like the anti stancers. They're probably anti vaxxers too. <laughs> I am sorry to any anti vaxxers listening right now. Okay. It's nothing against you personally. It's just your whole everything you do. Okay. So, <laughs> but anyway, like, I don't know. It, it, that's something you have to keep in mind. Like if you're talking about something that you really like, 
and you genuinely like it. You're not hopping on a bandwagon. You're just like, hey, I actually really like this. Uh, you're going to have people, if, if, if it's something popular and new, you're going to have people that come and troll you for liking something popular. And um, I just try to be true to myself and like, do I really like this? Do I not like it? Like the Ray Dunn mugs. Everybody and their mom buys Ray Dunn mugs. They're white, chunky mugs that you get at the store called Marshalls. And they have a simple word written on them. And when I first started seeing them on my Instagram, I was just like, oh, these are so dumb. Who wants a plain white cup with a word written on it? Blah, blah, blah. But then when I actually went to the store and I picked one up, I was like, oh, it kind of feels good in my hands. No, let me, maybe I'll just buy one and try it out. And then I have like my first sip of coffee and the, the weird mold at the top. Like I liked the way it felt against my mouth. And I was just like, hmm, I kind of, I kind of like these trendy mugs. These are, these are kind of awesome. So like I myself am one of those people that like to go against trends and I have to sort of fight myself and at least try the trend out for myself to see what all the fuss is about. And now, I have probably like 25 Ray Dunn mugs and I do like Ray Dunn, <laughs> but there are other trends I have tried out that I was not that impressed with. You know, I know everyone loves, you know, girl wash your face. And I instantly was like, no, nope, I don't like it. I don't like the name of it. And so I bought the book and I read the whole book and I still kind of don't really like it that much. And a lot of people do. They, they named it as their number one book of the year, but I could come out on my Instagram feed and just say, I don't like this book. This book is BS. <laughs> I think this book is for basic people. You know, like I could come out and say all these bad things. But for me personally, I don't really want to be seen as the anti everything popular person. It's not my vibe. Those are not the people I want to attract. So but you have to realize that when you do when you do talk when you do talk about your interests and your likes and popular things, and you don't really know, you know, what what your brand is yet, or you don't really know what your platform is all about, just be aware that there are people out there that will disagree with you just to look popular. And that's sort of something that I don't think a lot of people realize. But as you watch people grow on their platforms, you can tell the ones that, you know, are like, oh, well, everything sucks. And I'm, I want the anti opinion on everything anti popularity. Yeah. And I'm um, in a way I kind of like those people as I like rebels. <laughs> See how I'm such a fence sitter? One minute I'm telling you these people are horrible. And the next minute I'm like, yeah, I kind of like them. But you got to realize, like, you got to be able to put these people in the categories. Is it a troll? Are they being closed-minded? Is it just someone who disagrees with you and wants to have a conversation? Is it someone who's just never happy with anything and they're always complaining? Or are they disagreeing with you because that's their platform as being anti of anything popular? Okay, I hope you got something out of this episode. Maybe it's a little immature of me to put people into categories. I mean, we're all adults here. Do we really need to put people in categories? But that's kind of how my mind works. That is my defense mechanism for dealing with the haters as I instantly sort of put them into a category. And then I remind myself like, okay, this person, you know, you've talked to them before and they're always super negative. So just keep that in mind that maybe they just are never happy on this platform dealing with you. 
<laughs> or maybe, you know, this person is always speaking out against everything that's popular and you just talked about something popular. Maybe it's more about their platform and building this anti-stance than you. And you have to keep telling yourself these things, like whether it's true or not, like, well, maybe this person is just closed-minded. There's nothing you can do about their opinion. So you need to go your separate directions and it's not you. Everything I tell myself, it always ends with, it's not you, it's them because it makes me feel better. <laughs> it's all about making yourself feel better, right? Like you can't be a happy, positive, productive teacher if you're feeling like hooey over people's opinions on the internet. You got to find a way to classify other people's opinions so they don't bother you and you can move on and keep creating what you know in your heart is what you need to share with the world. All right. I hope that this helps some of you. And if you're scared about posting on social media, don't be. I mean, now you know about the different haters. Put them in their categories and keep on producing uh, your good quality content. Okay, I love all of you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. So long, frenzies. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy, Je <laughs> Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> I don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs>